Seed. Woo! Amazing. So you, are you 11 now? Are they ready yet? Not yet. Okay. You're 11 years old? When will you be 12? Oh, coming soon. So you feel like you're growing up. You see a little difference? Yeah. Like what, for example? Yeah, more responsibility. Nice. Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Peterson. You can get involved by going to our chat line on YouTube there, and I can respond to your questions or comments. All right? Good morning, y'all. Good morning. All right. Any questions or comments or anything? Anybody had a life this week? Yes, sir. Um, I'm dealing with the fallout for my son now. Um, he's given me the four top ways of uh, the silent treatment. Uh, no responding to texts, no responding to emails, no responding to phone calls, no visits allowed. And I'm trying to figure out how to digest that. Um, he hasn't given the silent treatment to his mom. He hasn't given the silent treatment to his aunt. No silent treatment to his grandma. But I guess... Since I, I revealed that text to uh, the family, I've had that silent treatment for about a month. And as a, as a parent of a 20-year-old, it's strange to be on the receiving end because I don't think it's an adult response. I don't think it's a normal response. I think it's cruel and unusual. And uh, it's vicious. And I don't think it's a Christian response either. I don't think it's even a Muslim response. I don't think it's a Jewish response. I think it's a sign of an immature 20-year-old. And I'm trying to figure out how to, how to respond to it because, well, I mean, I screwed up by saying about the confidence regarding his feelings about suicide. But still, I just think he's over it. I mean, he's alive, thank God. But... He's not over it, I guess, because he's shut me out completely. And I, I've, it's weird. And I, I don't think it's normal. It's, I think it's completely abnormal. And I, it's like, what, is this going to be a silent treatment for like a year or six months or three months? Or do I need to pray on this? Or how do I should respond? How would you pray on it? I don't know. I would say, dear God, please uh, help me with this. Uh, let me reestablish uh, my communications with my 20-year-old son. And you think God will hear your prayers if you say that? Uh, God works in mysterious ways. But do you think he will hear that prayer? I think God would hear, hear no, it. he would give you the finger. Well, that's being cynical and jaded. No. Oh, you would call God cynical and jaded? No, you're being cynical and jaded in your I response. That he would give you the finger for that. What? Sorry. If you prayed that prayer to him, he would give you the finger. Why? Because that's, that, 
He's not going to hear that. So, you mean God doesn't answer prayers? Not that one. I'm boggled. Why? Why? I'm, I'm just like, I'm stunned by your answer. Because a dumb prayer is not real. It's a, it's, it's a, well, it's a, I mean, it's a prayer of, I don't know, it's a prayer of desperation, a prayer of depression. All I don't know what it is. Of, all prayers of desperation only go to the devil. <sighs> no, <sighs> then why would you pray? You shouldn't. You shouldn't pray at all? Not like that. What's, okay, so this, I'm praying negatively? Yes. What's a positive way to pray? Or should I not pray at all? You, you should pray, but not like that. <laughs> and the positive way of doing it, have you apologized to your son for putting his personal business out there like that? No, I haven't because he's given me the silent treatment. He should, Those, he the should top- never speak to you again until you apologize. You're his father. He came to you in confidence. And like a woman, you put, spread the rumor just like that. And he never expected that from his father. He would expect that from his mother, but not from his father. And you're not, what it is, your eyes are on him, but you're not learning anything about yourself. You panic. That's what people with fear do. And then you panic, which is the state of the devil. You put the boy's business out there. The devil gave you the wrong response. And you haven't even apologized to him for that. Why should he talk to you ever again? But how can I apologize if he get the top four ways of you know, he's using the top four ways of giving me the silent treatment. So you can't text him or anything? I can text him. Well, why haven't you texted him with an apology? Instead of in person. He's not going to meet with you in person. That's true. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So why? So, so okay. your eyes are on him, but not you. You need to be looking at you, man. You need, he is not the problem. You're the problem. And he should never talk to you again until you apologize. And you should only apologize when you see that you're really wrong for doing that. You're his father, and you're helping to embarrass him, stuff he can't handle life anyway. You, the father made it worse. It would be like you going to God in prayer, and God put your business out there. Oh. It's okay, not about so, him, it's about you. Okay, so I say, dear son, I apologize you for— You don't know how to apologize when you're wrong? I don't apologize very often, so I don't have a lot of experience. Well, no wonder <laughs> then. <laughs> I mean, like, what is a proper way to say? Do I mean, dear son, was, I, I'm you, sorry that I, I I confided into the five family members by text that you uh, were feeling suicidal. Uh, I apologize for my actions and No, Texas. mama, just say I was wrong for doing that, and I'm sorry. I was wrong for doing it, and I'm sorry. For text. You don't have to get into yeah. You don't have to get into all the details. Okay. Do you see that you were wrong for doing that? <sighs> I I kind of do, kind of don't. Well, you can't apologize if you don't see that you were wrong. All you're doing is looking at his action toward you, and you're not looking at what you have done. And if you can't see yourself, how are you going to help him? Okay, you know, I think, you know, when I... Answer that question. Well, sorry, what's that? If you can't see that you're wrong, how will you ever help him? (sighs) 
Okay. Uh, so I betrayed a confidence. If you can't see that you're wrong, how will you ever help him? You don't have to be always 100%. If you can't see that you're wrong, how will you ever help him? If you can't see. Okay. Okay. If you can't see that you're wrong, how will you ever help him? Okay, so I have to see that. If you can't see that you're wrong, how will you ever help him? That's a hard one to answer. Why is that so hard? If I can't see that I'm wrong, how will I ever help him? Um, okay, so I, I have to admit I'm wrong to move forward and avoid this silent treatment for over a month now. And you shouldn't move forward. You shouldn't see that you're wrong because of the silent treatment. You should see that you were wrong because you were wrong. And you owe him an apology. You put that man business in the street. The father did. Not the mother, not the grandma, not the aunt. All these women you said hanging around. Yeah. You did it. He came to you with trust, looking for some answers. And you gave him problems. I guess maybe I should have, instead when he texted me, I guess I should have phoned him immediately trying to get a hold of him. But do you see you were wrong for doing that? Okay. Yeah, because he's, he's super ashamed that now that the family knows that he's suicidal. Right. Was suicidal. But do you see he, gave you, he came to you in private and you put it out in the street? That's true, but I didn't... Why is it hard to face that? Well, because... It's, people don't... Ha- How is it hard for you to face that? Why is it so hard for me to... Face that you were wrong. Because I was trying to save my son's life. No, you weren't. You were trying to help to destroy your, ch- your son. Because if you were trying to save him, you wanted to put his business out there in the street and gave him extra stuff where the devil can play on his mind. You weren't trying to save him, you were trying to destroy him. I didn't do it on purpose. Yes, you did. It wasn't an accident. It's not a normal situation. accident, write up a text, and spread it to 12 people. No, that five wasn't people. Five people. That wasn't an accident. You're, denying, you're in denial that you were wrong. And your, your son should not have anything to do with you. Once you see your enemy, be done with your enemy. You are his enemy. I was wrong. I apologize Love dad. <laughs> I guess that's proper text. Once you see that you were wrong. Once I, see, I admit that I was wrong. Not you think, you see that you were wrong. See that. It would be like you going to your father because you know you can't trust your mother, you know you can't trust the women around you, and you tell him your private stuff you're dealing with, and he run around and tell everybody. How, would you like that? Yeah, but I got a question. Would you like, no, no, no. Wait. Would you like that? Would I like what? If your father did that to you. No, I guess I wouldn't. So why would you do it to your son? I never thought of it that way. That's the problem. Because I never thought if I did because it that you're to not my looking dad. At, you're not looking at you, you're looking at him. You're never going to get right until you look at you. Okay. Oh, okay. But it's... Uh, ain't no but. Now you listen to the devil. Once oh. you see the answer, don't listen to the next uh, conversation from the devil. The devil doesn't want you to see you. He is controlling you. 
It's tough dealing with a suicidal situation. No, it's not. It's not. Well, you, not regarding got, me, no, but regarding no. my son. You're making up excuses right now, Satan. Okay. You, all you need to do is see that you were wrong so you can apologize to your son. Don't look for any, don't let the devil give you other answers and excuses. So take responsibility for this particular action. Yeah, you're trying to blame him, but you're not looking at how you are. Uh, okay. Interesting way of looking at it. It's the right way to look at it. You're his father. Just think about that. Your son came to you with a private matter, and you spread it. And he was already thinking of suicide, so he's already in trouble. You made it worse by adding to it. His father did that to him, not the mother, not the aunt. It was you. Oh, gosh. Oh, wow. Ooh, you're making me think. You need to stay with it so you can see. And don't let the devil take you away from seeing what you. Okay. I have to. I guess I got to text my son saying this. Okay. It's weird. It's, it's a very abnormal situation. It's not abnormal at all. It's abnormal that you did that to him because the way of the devil is abnormal. Will God is normal. But what do you think of the silent and, treatment? And no, no, you, don't worry about that. He should never speak to you again until you're truly sorry. Because you do it to him again. You can't trust your enemy. He thinks I'm the enemy. You're the enemy. I was just a concerned you're dad. You're the enemy. No, you weren't. You're operating for the devil. You tried to destroy your son. And then you made up a lie. I'm trying to help him. You're not trying to help him by putting his business in the street. But teenagers are stay irrational. With, no, stay with it. You're 90 years old and you're irrational. I know. I'm, I'm older. So, right. So you're judging him, but you're not looking at you. Let's not go round and about. Stay there, see yourself, and apologize to your son. And okay. stop listening to the devil. Okay. Okay. You may- I guess because I talked to you, yeah, I wouldn't No, have... stay there in that spot and watch yourself. You were wrong. Okay. It's not about him at all. Thanks for your feedback. All right. And your wisdom. Amazing. <laughs> so, amazing, huh? How many people still get angry at times? Nice. Uh, okay. Interesting. Do you see that you're evil? Uh, no, I would disagree. Why don't you see that you're evil? Um, well, I, um, I don't identify with the part of me, I guess, anymore that I would otherwise consider evil. Why don't you see that you're evil? Well, I don't think I'm evil. But you are. But I'm not. No, 100% you are. Well, that's your opinion. 
Okay. Do you see that you're evil? I do. I'm sorry? I do see it. In, 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 in what way? Oh, well, hold that thought. I'll come back to you. Okay. Okay. Right here. Do you see that you're evil? Yeah. <clears throat> you yeah. do see it? Yeah. Okay. How about here? Do you see you're evil? Oh, yeah. You do see it? Yeah. Interesting. How about here? You? No. I you, see I see that I used to be evil. You don't, But you don't see that you still are evil? No. And wh- why don't you see it? I don't... I haven't had any anger or any emotions or feelings that I had when I did, when I see that I used to be evil. So you truly believe that you're not evil? Presently, no. Amazing. Interesting, right? uh, The young lady here. Yeah, I see it. You see it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I want to just ask one more person, then we get back to what you see. All right. Uh, the young man way in the back. Do you see your evil? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I'll start with you. Well, let me, let me ask Doug, because he gave an interesting answer already. You see your evil? <sighs> <laughs> It's one of those, oh, man. <clears throat> I can see what you're saying, but it's very hard to want to look at yourself as evil. Why? I mean, who? I, I just don't want to think of myself as evil. And I can see what you're saying. It is all ego. But I don't know. I guess I'm still attached to that part of my ego. <laughs> and you don't want to see that you're evil. What would happen if you saw that you were evil? I would be free, really. But How do you know? I do, everything else I've seen about myself has freed me up. So you believe that if you saw that you were evil, you would be free, but yet you don't want to see it? I, didn't, I don't know if I don't want to Give see it. I just hate to see myself as. <laughs> <laughs> so what now? This is a tough one. I had to think about this one. I don't know how to really answer it. Okay. It's, on one hand, I, I see what you're saying. On the other hand, part of me doesn't want to, doesn't want to see it. So there are two hands? Yeah. Uh, so he own- gave me two hands. <laughs> Amazing. Frankie, do you see your evil? Absolutely. And what's evil about you? I, what is it that you see that is evil about you? Um, other than uh, wanting my <clears throat> wanting my own way, uh, prideful and arrogant, you know, I see that. And it's About like, yourself? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I think I know something and I don't know anything, and and it's totally evil. I want All right. I want I mean, my will, you know, instead of God's will. Yeah. So, what is it about you that you see that you're evil? Uh, what is it about me? Um, this is know, just a fellowship. Ain't nobody being punished, all right? It's not a right or wrong. It's a sin. Okay. I think I still like, um, 
you know, I don't stay in the moment. I still go unconscious. I still lose control. I still deal with deal with all the stuff that I dealt with, I guess, you know, before I started waking up and before I started taking Christianity seriously. Speak from your chest. Before I started waking up and taking Christianity seriously, I still deal with all that stuff. I think I just know how to better deal with it, but I wouldn't say that I'm there, wherever there is. Okay. Amazing. Did you have your hand? Uh-huh. Okay. What do you see evil about you? You're 12, um, right? Yeah. What do you see evil about you? Oh, no, I'm 11. I'm still You're 11, okay. Um, I still get mad, you like, sometimes. You get mad. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't believe how you were growing up right before my eyes. What the? Wow. Okay. Nice. And how about you? Um, I would say I'm imp- still imposing. Imposing? Yeah. Okay. Can you give me an example? So as the man back there was talking about his son, I was thinking, like, my daughter wanted to wear sandals here. Okay? And I thought, oh, I should ask Jesse this. (laughs) So she wanted to wear sandals, but, um, like, she had painted toenails, you know, and when they get all chippy, they look ugly. (laughs) <laughs> and were you going to be wearing the toenails? No, I'm not. So, 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 but I said, oh, you know what? You should wear tennis shoes, <laughs> you know, or just wear something that covers your. I said, and I told her, I said, you know, when you have nail polish like that, it doesn't look good. So, you should take it off or paint them again or whatever. So, <laughs> I was thinking. I'm still imposing like that. Like, yeah. it, who cares what other people think, right? That's right. But at the same time, I think, like, shouldn't I be guiding her to tell her, hey, you know, you should want to look. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that don't tell their kids, any, like, just, oh, just looks like they didn't brush their hair. or You know what I mean? I, so it's like, at what point am I over, you know? Cause well, it's, at 11 years old, you should be the example. If you want to go out looking nice with her looking bad, She'll see how you look at 11. She'll start to examine herself. And there's nothing wrong with making suggestions, right. but don't impose. So let's say she said, no, I want to wear the, the open-toe shoes. And you're like, all right, fine. And she'll learn one way or another that she needed to do it differently. And it won't be a trauma then. It won't be your will imposed on right. her. But you set the example. You be, it's like what we were saying to the young man <clears throat> about his son. He should be what he wanted son to become, but right. he's not that, so he's not an example. And kids live by the way we are, not what we say. Right. You know, it's like God, we live by what God is, not what he says. We live by the light. So you're the light for your daughter. So I should mention it, but just not. Right. It's okay. I just feel like today, so, I mean. Your toes look awful, but if you want to wear them, wear them. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? At yeah. Years old. I just see like it, you know, like all these kids wear these pajama pants. And I'm like. But she doesn't have one pajama No, I know. Pants. But yeah. she's mentioned like, oh, I, I want some. You know, right. and I understand when you're young and you see all these yeah, other people got, do that. Right. You want to do it. Yeah. I get it. Right. But just but say I, no, no pajamas. Right. It may forbid. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? But don't get angry at it. Don't impose. Just say no to that. 
There's some things you say no to the kids. Right. But at 11, she can wear her toes any kind of way she wants. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Right. But if you pay attention to yourself, you can see when you're imposing. Yeah, I thought about it after. It. And yeah. I was like, okay, that was, you know, because I, I see her reaction as in like almost, oh, I hate her. You know, yeah. I can, I see. Because I, I, you see that dark spirit yeah. imposing on her. It's the mm-hmm. spirit of it, not right. anything else. Okay. Okay, so I that's mean, why I, those are little things that I see that I'm okay. evil. Yeah. All right. Um, what do you see evil about yourself? Um, I can definitely relate to what she was saying as well. So I would say some of that, not opposing. Um, and wanting it the way that I want it. Yeah. And being too, too headstrong. Do you back off now when you see it? Yeah. Good. Especially with Anthony. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Not smothering him. Yeah. Yeah. The young man way back. Do you, what do you see evil about yourself? Um, Did you say you do or you don't? I said I do. Oh, okay. Um, I guess sometimes living in fear. Fear of fail- failure or fear of not measuring up. Um, in trying to uh, measure imp- up to what? Trying to impress, trying to impress your superiors, you know, yeah. like at work, or uh, worrying about what what they think instead of, you know, um, instead of what God thinks. Right. Well, you're not worried about what God thinks. You don't even know what He thinks. Right. Right. <laughs> so interesting. When you say uh, fear of failure, failure at what? At your job or, you know, maybe not accomplishing as much as you're capable of doing. Or. Oh, okay. Amazing. So you fear that you won't be able to do the job right or complete the job? Um, maybe not living up, not fear of not living up to the superior's expectations, even though you're working hard and, you know, you're doing everything you can. It's always never, it's never enough. You're always still going to get beaten up, and you kind of get that thought in your head that, you know, you know, you're not, you're not doing enough. How do you know what his expectations are? Um, just in interaction with him. Uh, he tell you what he expects. Yeah. And you're not able to do it. Well, sometimes you know there, uh, you know, different factors that are. Some you know out of your control that will uh, you know arise and you got to do the best you can with them. But um, you know there are challenges or impediments. Um, so why do you fear something that's out of control? You can't do anything about it. Right. Yeah. That's, that's where the evil is. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Um, I was watching this Jeff- Jeffrey Dahmer movie last night. <coughs> Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer in his own words, something like that. I just had to be flipping, and I found it. And I realized every human being on earth is Jeffrey Dahmer. There's not one that's not Jeffrey Dahmer. Anyone that has given it to thoughts, period, is a Jeffrey Dahmer. Is it Dahmer? Dahmer. Yeah. Anyone that's given it to thoughts, anyone that has had emotion and are having emotions, you're Jeffrey Dahmer. 
anyone that gossip, anyone that uh, has fear or doubt or worry, anyone that compares themselves to anyone else is a Jeffrey Dahmer. And you don't like to think of yourself that way because Jeffrey Dahmer killed folks, right? And ate them up. But you can do the same thing. You're no different. But I don't think you would relate to what So what? The name Jeffrey Dahmer, though, is um, is is over and above to label your actions or your thoughts as Jeffrey Dahmer. But I'm talking That's about just, his actions. Yeah, what, but what he did. Anyone in this room is a Jeffrey Dahmer. But not a Jeffrey Dahmer. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Not that. Not that. Uh, that is not a like role not model. Jeffrey himself, right? No, I'm just saying, I've, I've done the thoughts, the this, the that, but I've never eaten people, and I'm not Jeffrey that Dahmer. That mean you wouldn't. I'm sorry? No, that it doesn't. doesn't. Maybe not today. Right. But um, I'm just saying, I would nev- never label somebody a Jeffrey Dahmer. You would never label? Label. Label. But uh, Jeffrey Dahmer them, is a name. An, but his actions were ugly. Every, anyone that has, that live in a thought, believe a thought, your actions I, is could e- be a, or evil. Yes, I know. You are a Jeffrey Dahmer. You're not yeah. like Jeffrey. You know, <laughs> I'm not sure if you like not separate the name from the spirit. I'm just speaking his name because I saw the documentary. Right. But anyone that I understand why God said now that anyone that has anger is a murderer. Is a murderer, and you say, "Oh no, I would never eat a dead body." Yes, you would. <laughs> You're lying to yourself when you say you wouldn't. I wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) You would do it. Anyone that would put his son business or his friend business or daughter or husband or wife in the street is a Jeffrey Dahmer. That's a Jeffrey Dahmer right there. Because he is killing the soul of his son. Yes, sir. No, go ahead. Uh, well, just two quick things. Yeah, it's kind of like when you when you say how um, Black Lives Matter is worse than a KKK. Yeah. Just because maybe they're not physically killing people or physically hanging them like the reports say, they're killing the soul and the spirit of people. That's right. And we are a soul. We're not a body. We are a spirit. We're not a body. And any time you do that, you are a Jeffrey Dahmer. And any other mass murder out there. But you're, the Satan will tell you, oh, no, you're not as bad as Jeffrey. You're not as bad as the drag queen. Look at the drag queen. You're the same. The same. You just don't want to see it because the devil doesn't want you to see it. This woman sat with him and asked him what happened. He said he didn't know. He said one day a thought just told him to do it. And he started out lightweight as a kid, right, a young, younger person. And he didn't know. He just couldn't control it. A thought came one day. And they were asking, well, did your mother or your father, were you molested or anything as a child? No, I wasn't. It just a thought came one day, and I believed it. And I could not stop believing it. And he never imagined that it would get to eating bodies. But every little thing he did gave a certain excitement. A reaction that made him want more and made him want more and made him want more.
Isn't that amazing? If you see your life, you'll see you the same way. You're the same. But you'll say, no, it's not that bad. I beat my child. That's not that bad. I didn't, at least I didn't kill the child. Yes, you did. You're killing the child's soul. But the devil wouldn't want you to see that. And Jeffrey talked about, so he said, nothing happened. That, you know, his father, mother, nobody did anything to make him be that way. But a thought came one day. One time he just had a thought. And then he said, so they went, they finally went for the first time and questioned the parents. Well, Jeffrey said, nothing happened. Y'all didn't do anything to him. And why do you think this happened? And the parents like, I don't know. That boy crazy, right? But then when they went further into the investigation, they saw that the mother, even when she was pregnant with Jeffrey, she was angry. She was on medication. She was just in a mess. She, and when Jeffrey was born, she didn't want to touch him. She didn't want anybody to touch him, and she rarely touched him. And so the mother and the father finally broke up. The mother was so crazy, right? But then the father was really weak, real nice man. He didn't correct the woman. He didn't protect her. For a while he tried, but he couldn't protect Jeffrey from the mother. And um, then Jeffrey went to, I think I may have this off a little bit, but he went to experts. And you know what the expert offered him? Medication. Medication. And in the meantime, the devil worked at him. Thoughts, thoughts, and the thoughts grew, and the thoughts grew, and the thoughts grew. Every human being is a Jeffrey Dahmer. Now, you say you're not, but you are, because the devil doesn't want you to see that. You are possessed. We are possessed with spirits of the devil, and he causes us to do and feel things that we would never bring upon ourselves. But instead of seeing that, it's the devil that you're possessed. Like the devil said, I just on one hand want to, the other hand don't. You just don't want to accept, but unless you accept it, how would you be free from it? Unless you see it, how would you become free of the devil? How can God take the spirit of the devil away from you if you can't see that that's what it is? You don't want to see it. He's not going to take anything away, away from you that you don't want him to take away. Because God would never impose on you. You just let you eat bodies. <laughs> He'll let you enjoy them. Because he's not, he's not like you. He's not going to impose his will. Isn't that amazing? You are evil. You are possessed. We are possessed in the imagination and the physical body. We are possessed. And that's what drives us to do it. But it sounds like us. It walked like us, it talked like us, it feel like it's us, and then we have the experts telling us that it's us. And we believe liars because the experts are possessed as well. They are of the devil. And don't know it. Won't face it because they don't know themselves. I know a lot of you raise your hand, you got a lot of things to say, and I do, it's a fellowship. So let me start here first, and then I go around the room. Yeah, you got a lady had her hand first. Oh, I'm sorry, Hassan, it was you. You had a question first. Sorry. No, I just wanted to, I mean, it really puts in perspective that no man is good except God alone, Jesus quote. But um, also it's funny when you hear people talk about Jeffrey Dahmer or sociop- like 
people like that, like, oh, he could kill a body and be emotionless and have no feelings towards it. But the irony is, in order to get to that place, you actually were the most emotional by believing the thoughts, believing the feelings, believing these things, even to get to that place. Yes. So the first thought of the devil, he got you. Jeffrey, I think he said he used to kill animals first. It started out with an animal, but it seems like, you know what, Jeffrey, that ain't enough. <laughs> that thrill is gone. You need more thrill. And then once he started killing human beings, he had to cut them up. And that wasn't enough. And so he would put them in the refrigerator, and he would do this and that to them. And that wasn't enough. Then finally said, you know what, let's see what that, that, that thigh bone tastes like. That dark meat or the white meat? <laughs> he like, yeah, that thigh looked pretty good. It's all depending on what kind of meat. I like dark meat. White meat sound tastes dry. But and he found himself sitting there cooking it, cutting it up, cooking it, oh, da 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 da, frying it up, however he cooked it, and sat at the table, cut it up like a ham, like a piece of steak, put it in his mouth. Mm, it's so good. But he admitted something was driving him to do it. It was, He wanted to stop, and he could not. Just like every human being in this room and around the world. That's what Paul was talking about when he said, the things I want to do, I don't. I can't. The things I don't want to do, I do. I realize it's not me, it's the spirit that made a home. Until you come to that realization, then ain't no telling what you would do. Every human being that has anger is evil, and they lie about it. They protect the devil thinking they are protecting themselves. Yes. Just in closing, kind of like when you talk about, when you say, you know, there's something that's missing, or when you say um, that that we're all trying to fill some sort of void, right, of like, and he, in an interview, would say he ate them because he wanted them to be close. Yeah. And he would always talk about, like, why are you leaving me? Why are you leaving me? Yeah. And that stemmed back to when his father would leave, when he would fu- fight with his mother, and he would always say, why are you, you know, don't leave, don't and leave. His, and his mother left him, too, because her mother never had anything to do with him. Right. And in that state of missing something and trying to fill the void, him doing that is no different than us getting married, trying to fill the void, 100%. have children trying to fill the void, all these different things. So it is very similar in... Yeah, you, like you said, we all are. The devil said, you know what? What's missing? You didn't have a good family. Get married and make a family. Then you'll be fine. And then you get married and start a family. All hell break loose. You'd be like, what the? It's not the problem. It's nothing to solve the problem. It's only add to the problem. Now you're beating up on your wife or she's beating up on you or you're beating up on the children. But the devil told you, you needed a, a family. Or you need a, a certain type of job, or you need certain types of friends, or you need this or that. He's lying to you. But you don't know it's the devil because you think it's you. Because you don't know yourself. What a mess, huh? Right there, yes. I was just going to ask, where can I watch the documentary? I'm is sorry? It, is it on Netflix? What? Where's the documentary on? Oh. What? Biography. <laughs> it's on like one of those. Hulu, Netflix. It's on Netflix. 
I, I, I didn't see it on Netflix. I just had to be flipping down to the lower channels, like 200 or something. I was just flipping. Oh, it was on TV. And they were, yeah, it was on regular TV. Oh. But a cable, comp- a cable network company. <laughs> and so, but it is on Netflix, though. Okay. Right. And what's the whole name of the is documentary? Right? Netflix. But this, this scene where Jeffrey, in his own word, he actually sitting there talking about it and being really honest about how it happened. Sounds it. interesting. So what? Sounds interesting. Yeah. Like a good documentary. It's very interesting because it's everything that every human being has to go through. And I've never seen anyone be that honest about it. Mm-hmm. He just didn't know. But it was all a thought. It started with a thought. And he didn't realize that he was traumatized in his mother's womb. And it's under Jeffrey Dun- Dunman, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think in his own words. I think that's the title of it. In his own words? I think it was on a channel called Sci- Sci-Fi. 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 Sci-Fi channel. <laughs> okay. Whatever that was. You heard of that channel before? Uh, look on that channel. I think it was there. Jeffrey Dunman's in his own words. It was so interesting. I know, huh? It sounds like this. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> I've been practicing a lot what you mentioned a few weeks ago about staying conscious. Yes, keeping your mind where your body is. And it's interesting, and I, you said when you wake up, you know, have a look around, feel your feet touch the ground, and I've been doing that, and it's the thoughts are just everywhere. Yes. And it's interesting because the thoughts have always been there, but now I'm aware that they're there. Right on. So the fact that everything you're saying about everybody's a Jeffrey Dahmer, I agree because I think to the extent, I think it could be interpreted, well, you're not eating a human being, but you could if you would, if you believe the thought. Yeah. Maybe you're not eating a human being, but you're abusing your kids. Yep. You're, you're it's the same thing. neglecting. Yeah, it's the same spirit. So it's, I just wanted to comment. It's interesting. And the consciousness is strong. Even when you judge yourself and others yeah. in your imagination, you're Jeffrey Dahmer. Even when you have a, when you call yourself good or evil, you're Jeffrey Dahmer. When you take responsibility for those actions, then I'll get to that in a minute, because that's the biblical question. Mm-hmm. But I'll get to that in a minute. But absolutely. Uh, I have another assignment I'm going to give out today to add to it, to build on what you're already doing. All right. One thing I noticed about the thoughts, the thoughts give you ideas and it tell you, oh, start a, 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 a supermarket and make a suggestion. You should start a supermarket. And then you're like, oh, okay, what should I do? And you go back to the thought and it'll give you the answer to how to get it going and the answers are wrong. And the reason the answer is wrong because the ideas are wrong. The idea of doing it, suggesting or even doing it was wrong. But when you walk in the light and just let life happen, you can't go wrong. You start a business, you're going to see it through. And it wouldn't be a struggle. But if it's an idea that come out of the darkness of the imagination, you're not going to make it. Isn't that amazing? It's something else to know yourself. Yes, Frankie. It really, I'm telling you, to know yourself, run deeper than what you can even, um, when I say all thoughts are all lies all the time, I didn't even know the depths of how they went until I started dealing with the ego thing. 
until that started to fall away. Yes. Yeah, I also saw the documentary, and he seemed like just kind of a regular guy. And they, they asked him about his life, and he was really lonely. And so what, uh, some of the things he was trying to do is try to keep a family together. And so that's why he would have, you know, severed heads in his refrigerator so he can see them because he, he, he wanted love. What he really yearned for was the love of a father. And so he had that hunger. was telling him it was like he needed a good meal. Well, that part, <laughs> that part comes from the anger, the hatred. Right. Um, they, they, they've even had chimpanzees who are, what are vegetarians. When they go to take over, they actually kill their opponents and eat them. Yeah. And it's out of the anger. And so that's where that comes it's from. the nature of the devil. Also to fill when the God inside. When God said, don't trust an angry person, he wasn't playing. Look what the father doing to the son. The father's angry, and he's destroying his son and blaming it on the son. He's not saying, you know what? I was wrong. My son came to me with an issue, I, and he was already at suicidal thoughts. Just imagine that. He's already suicidal thoughts, about to jump off a bridge. He called for help from his father. Dad, I'm about to jump off the bridge. I'm having a suicide. Oh, okay, son. And, and tell everybody about it. And now the devil says, see, now everybody know your business. How are you going to handle that? When they see you, they're going to be thinking that you're a suicide and you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be worried. That's the devil. That's evil. And instead of the father looking at what he's done, he's still been, oh, that's so immature. He may not ever speak to me again. He shouldn't speak to you again. I would advise him not to speak to you again and to stay as far away from you as possible. But wish you well, don't be angry at you because you couldn't help it. I would tell him that. Uh, yes. Um, I just lost my thought. Um, yeah, too many thoughts. Yeah. Stay present when you speak. So, um, let, get back to me Because in a you're second. talking out of your head. That's why you have so many thoughts. Now they're gone. You're confusing me. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on me. Blame it on somebody else. The devil just told him, no, it's Jesse. We'll come back to you with it. Right. Are you trying to pull it up hard? Ask the devil, Daddy, what was I saying? <laughs> James have coming from online. Yeah, this is from YouTube. Sing, Pray, Love asks, when someone yells at you or attacks you with words, do you just stop and observe and not respond like Christ? Lord, if I ever needed you. <laughs> Absolutely. With someone yelling at you or lying on you or trying to hurt you, period, that's just the devil, right? And so you need to just be quiet and take it and watch what's happening inside of you and you will overcome. Because the only reason that someone can hurt you with words or yelling at you is that you are you're a part of the devil. You're an emotional person. You're living in the darkness of your imagination. So definitely let it happen. And if you're feeling angry about it or afraid, fearful or whatever, don't blame the person. It's the devil in you. You are connected with him. And that's why you're feeling that way. So they're really doing you a favor when they bring up whatever's in you. They're doing you a favor. In their mind, they think they're hurting you because the devil loves to hurt the devil, right? But they're really doing you a favor if you are on that path of overcoming.
Because you're just going to see what's in there. And you see the devil at work. But don't take responsibility for the devil's work. Just see it. All right? Yes, sir. It's interesting that you said that because I was thinking something well, similar. Well, that's it. Hold on to your thought. Anyone that gets shy, you, get, you know how you get shy, you feel embarrassed. If I said, come up on the stage and talk, and right away the devil said, no, how are you going to look? That's the devil. You worship the devil. You're evil. That's not a normal state of being. It, I want to take those little cutesy things because the devil makes you think the cutesy things are you and they're not. Oh, that's so normal to be shy. It's not normal. There's no shyness in God. It's nothing but love. Yes. I was saying, I think it's interesting that you, you mentioned this today because I was thinking something similar the other day, just trying to kind of be out of my thoughts doing the assignment, right? And so... Oh, keep your body with your mind. Your mind with your body? Yeah. Press it with your body. And in that, I kind of realized the same thing you just said, that people are capable of literally anything. 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 Evil and capable of anything. And it it is because they're, they're... And I realize about me, I'm in my thoughts... For whatever amount of time, and anything can happen in that time. Someone yeah. cuts you off, you get in a wreck. I mean, people get in a wreck and fight, you know? People get, there's a man in, that went into Target and had a knife and stabbed a little kid. Yeah. So, Absolutely. I mean, like, it's people are, when you're in those thoughts, anything's possible. Yep. Interesting. It is, anything is possible. Never say you won't eat a dead body, you will. <laughs> you will eat a dead body. You you may have already eaten it, don't know it at some of these cafes, right? But you will eat a dead body. You will kill it, you will gut it, you will clean it, and you will eat it. Just the thought of saying that you won't is the devil telling you that you won't. Those thoughts are not coming from you, and they're not coming from God. All thoughts are from the devil. Isn't that amazing? Yes. One thing about him in the interview, he said that um, once he got started doing that, he could not not do it. He tried to stop, but the urge inside of him kept him uh, going after people because the hunger and the anger. And so right. he, could, he tried to stop several times. He's, the thrill you know, of it. And yeah, so he, he couldn't stop. And it reminds me of myself sometimes, you know, smoking or drinking. You, once you get started, you know. You smoke uh, pot? No, I don't smoke pot. It's not my thing. Oh, oh, so you said smoking, you smoke cigarette? Well, a cigar. Oh, your I name Russ Limbaugh What's that? Are you, is your name Russ Limbaugh? <laughs> they rest about saying he spoke cigar. Yeah. So may his soul rest in peace. I miss him. So that so yeah. that thing that inside of me that can't help it is the same thing inside of him that can't help it. And literally, look what he was doing. He could even smell the smell in his place because of the thing that was driving driving him inside. Yeah. Yeah. And so for you at eleven years old, just know that that anger is not you, right? 
And so don't resent yourself or don't you just notice it. And you'll grow up and you'll become wiser. Things will be clearer for you. You'll be free. Just know it's not you. It's, that's not me. And, and you'll be fine. Don't ever identify anger as you. And even emotional stuff. If someone can make you cry or make you mad or make you happy or make you sad, don't identify with that as you. And you'll be fine. That make sense? Yeah. Nice. So the next time your mother tells you, you can't wear no overtoe shoes, <laughs> don't get mad. Or if you get mad, no, it's not you. All right? Um, yes. Um, going back a little bit, do you, do you believe, I mean, based on what you're saying, do you believe that Paul was evil? I believe that the spirit that was driving Paul was evil, Yes. Because I mean, and the same spirit that's driving you to deny it is evil. Maybe. No, not maybe. Maybe. It is burning. You you don't get to put that thought in my head. No one gets to put that thought in my head. But what does that mean? Put it in your head. You 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 playing the devil right now, trying to tell me what I am. I'm only one that gets to de- determine what thoughts I hold on to. What? I can identify with whatever thoughts you're saying right now, or I can choose not to. Right? I don't have I don't to know identify. What you're talking about right now. Well, you could tell me I'm evil, but I don't. Ha- you're allowed to do that, but I don't have to identify with that. I don't know what you mean right now. I, 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 I pretty clearly, if you're saying, like, right, between you and I right now, we're having a conversation and I'm evil, that's what's what getting me to deny it. Are you, the, are you the one that made it through without being evil? I never said I was not evil. But I never claimed say, that once. What are you talking about there? My initial answer was that I may have been evil in the past, but I don't identify with evil now. I wouldn't claim to be evil now. And why do you say you're not evil now? Um, I would say because I'm working to stay on the straight and narrow path. I'm on the path, and I'm, you know, I, from what I would consider, I'm all in. I'm, I'm on the path. I'm doing what I can to work out my own salvation with fear and trembling, you know? What and do you mean, fear and trembling? You got to work out your own salvation. You could sit here and tell me everything I need to know, but I can't learn from what you say. I have to learn What from, does that mean, fear and trembling? You never heard that Bible verse, work out your own salvation and fear, with fear and trembling? What does it mean, fear and trembling? Fear and trembling? Fear is... Um, you know, fear is all the things we've talked about, doubt, worry, anger. But when we move through that, right, God calls on us to work through those what issues. What does it mean, fear and trembling? I just, said what, I just said what it means. Do you want me to define trembling as well? Yeah. It's when the body quakes, shakes, moves, uh, sometimes without explanation. Oh. Like when people go to forgive no, their mother and they're shaking listen, in their boots, that's wanna, trembling. Right. I don't want to convince you to see that you are evil. I, I'm and not, so if you don't want to see it, I totally understand it. So no argument here. Yeah, I'm if just you saying wanna, you could think if, I'm evil. If you want to <laughs> believe that, go with it. I don't, because if I convince you that you are, which you are, but if I convince you that you are... <laughs> That's your opinion. Then, then you can have that you, opinion if you want to worship on, the no, devil. No, no, hold on. I'm not going to... Hold on. I'm, I'm I, holding I, on. I'm telling you now. <laughs> if you want to... If, if I convince you that you're evil and you don't see it for yourself, then you will know it. So don't let me... You're right. Don't let me convince you at all. Just stay where you are with it. You're right about that. Okay, I'm just let saying, yeah, t- the labels. I can't, I can't right take here. on the labels someone else has. Right here. I understand. Let me talk to her. Okay. <laughs> Get a mic to her. Yes. I have a question. So you say that we are all evil, right? But you also say that of ourselves we can do nothing and of ourselves we know nothing. Yes. So is it that we are evil or is it the spirit in us that's evil yes it's the spirit in us 
So if we are... But, and just to ride along with it, don't forget your next thought. But every human being have identified with that as them. Right. And that's why they're believing it and, and acting out. But go ahead. But if we are becoming aware of the spirit and we are having consciousness behind the choices that we make and not believing the thoughts, then we aren't evil anymore. And that's what you're going to see as you wake up to it. Right. You're going to realize it was never you. You were never guilty of anything. You had never done anything wrong, but it was this thing driving you. And so once you start seeing that, you stop taking credit for it, and then you shall overcome it. Okay. You, meaning that you will no longer identify with it, which will prevent you from judging yourself. Because when people do wrong, the first thing they say, oh, I'm so stupid, I, I can't believe I did it, or, or somebody made me do it, you identify with it. But when you truly, 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 truly see it, you will no longer identify with it, and that's when you will be free. Okay. So when you say that all of us are Jeffrey Dahmer, what you're saying is that, if I'm, I'm trying to understand, yeah, take um, is that we, when we're in the fallen state and we don't see, then we have the capabilities to go that far. Absolutely. But because we have awareness now of the evil spirit in us, we can move through it. You guys, the light now is shining on this thing, and the light gives you the strength to move through it. Okay. As you said, absolutely. But the hardest thing in the world for a human being to realize, men and women, boys and girls, is to admit they're evil. Mm. They're protected. Because it looks embarrassing to say I'm evil. Or what would they think of me if I said I'm evil, right? And the hell would someone think of you or what they say? You're fighting for your life. It's be- is it because identifying with being evil it are the idea of thinking that you're evil is an identity of yes. how I could never be evil. Right. So that's just another part of your ego and your identity. Absolutely. Okay. Thank that's you. That's deep. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, ma'am. That's in your hair? Yeah. Okay. So you're giving in to the devil. Yes. Okay. So. And you're taking responsibility for it. It's weird. You give it in to the devil and then you take responsibility by feeling guilty, by blaming others, by trying to hurt others. And all kind of stuff. So I understand that, but if you're trying to work through that as an individual and not listening to the messages or or the devil, then are you really evil? Because you're coming, you're overcoming, or you're trying to overcome that. That's a beautiful question. Once you truly see it, you got to see that you are not evil, but this thing in you. It's what is evil. And it's not, it's not even in you at all. The real you, the way out up there, real you, is really in here and in here. And the world protects the emotion. They push it. They tell you to live in your intellect. The intellect is evil. The intellect is of the devil. It brings on all this fate, this, these right. illusions, right? Well, yeah, and it's just like um, Manson. Okay, because yeah. you, you, you could put any name on any it. Any name on it. You could put Weinstein. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you could put, you can go it's on and on and on. the same spirit. Okay. The same spirit that causes a mother to yell at her child is Manson mm-hmm. or Jeffrey. The same spirit that causes a husband to yell at his wife or the wife to yell at her husband is the same spirit. The same spirit that causes friends to treat each other so or co-workers or whomever. It's the same spirit as Jeffrey and uh, Manson or whomever you said. 
Yeah. It's the same so if thing. we're working through that, then there is a, a, a fine line there to say we could be evil, but maybe at this moment of time or not. Uh, repeat that. If we're working through um, feeling the devil or having, you know, the devil pull our strings, so to speak, um, we're working through that, then at this time, at that moment, we're not evil. Once you can see it clearly, the separation will happen. You will see that it's not you. And so when the devil comes to attempt you again, you would know that that's the devil. And that's what I'm going to give you this assignment at the end here to do it, what to do about it. Gotcha. Absolutely. Uh, even, no, hold on. You know how at work you said that you're going to, like sometimes the people get on your nerves or something, mm-hmm, I forgot, mm-hmm. like, and you're going to take a walk? Mm-hmm. Don't take the walk. Sit there and feel the pain. Relax, I try to do that. Relax in the ego. Because the devil wants you to take the walk so he can stay with you. No, the devil wants me to tell him off. Right. Tell him <laughs> off or whatever. And so, that's what I'm trying to avoid. Yeah. And that's why He wants the devil fighting with the devil. But if the people are making you feel a certain way, sit through it. Don't deny what you're feeling. Watch it and sit through it. All the way through it, as the young lady said. All the way through it. And no one can ever make you feel that way again because it's not you that's feeling that way. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. And it's working. It's just uh, biting holes in my tongue. You're right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but the devil wants you to scream out. He wants you to attack. He wants you to blame them. But it's just the devil in them messing with the devil in you. And they have identified with the devil. And, and you have until you realize that's Well, not I just me. keep telling myself every problem begins with me and that's ends with right. me, and that's it. And then I just right kind on. Of, Stay know. with it. Stay with it. See it all the way through, as the young lady said. Go all the way through it. Don't run from it. Mm-hmm. Because it's no one else's fault that you feel the way you feel. Right. They got problems. That's why they're trying to hurt you. Yep. They, okay. They're of the devil as well. Okay. That's why Christ said, forgive them. They know not what they do. They truly can't see what they're doing. And the devil would tell them, oh, that's love. You're being this. You're just doing this. They still listen to the devil, not realizing it. Isn't that something? Yes, very amazing. (laughs) Okay. Yes, James. Did I get everybody hand so far? They had a hand. Okay. Another super chat from YouTube. Uh, The Shun asks, generous super chat. Jesse, is passion for anything a false feeling? Yes, it's false. It's a far, It's all ego. God is dispassionate. Someone would tell me just yesterday that I'm working hard to try to be somebody. <laughs> I'm like, what are you trying to be? I'm looking for my purpose. You know, I'm trying to do it this way or that way, looking for my purpose, right? I'm like, that's not the way you find it. And you ain't gonna never be somebody trying to work at being somebody. Can you imagine that? How do you be somebody if you gain the whole world? You still ain't nobody. You're just a person with a little money. And everybody want to be your friend because they want their money, not because they like you. <laughs> have you noticed that people want to be your friend when you're famous, when you have money? Not because they care about you. They want glory for themselves. You know what I'm asking? So don't be puffed up when people like you because you're popular. But, uh, no, passion... Your gift, and believe me, I know now that I didn't know before, every human being is put on this earth 
for a higher purpose, more than just a job, more than just a mother or a father, more than just children, more than just your job, more than just your house. You put him for a major purpose, but you won't let it find you. You, you let the devil give you the idea of what that purpose is, and then you start working for it, and it never works. Your purpose would naturally find you, and you will find yourself doing it without any passion or any, anything. You just naturally do it. So, uh, this same person asked me, will you do your work? Don't you feel passionate about it? I'm like, no, but if I did, I'll watch it, and I won't see it as a good thing. Well, how about when you help people on your show? I feel the same way about the people that get into help on the show than I feel about those who are not getting the help on the show. I watch the feeling that comes, and they both are imposters. If someone called me, oh, Jesse, I went and forgave my mama, and I can now see. Hallelujah. I watch the feeling and see, do I take credit for that? And if I, if I feel a ting of good about it, I'm taking credit for it. Now, I know it's not me. Because all help comes from God. It's not me at all, right? Or if someone called me names on the radio, I, find, I watch and see what I feel about that. And I know that's not me. And I just watch it and take no credit for it. It's so deep to get to know yourself. It runs deeper than you. And you can't be in denial. You won't know yourself at all. The devil will make, he will stop you right there. And you will never admit that you're wrong. You'll protect the devil. Isn't that amazing? What do y'all think about this? What do you think about it? So, I'm telling you, each and every one of you are smarter than anybody else on this earth. You just got to calm down and go through it so you can start to see for yourself. Yes. It's almost like we're a puppet. And yeah. the, the thoughts is like pulling the strings and tells you do this, feel this way, react that way. Just like right now you were mentioning let go of all thoughts or purpose or what I want to feel. Yeah. And I try to go into that in a moment and a fear woke yes. up. No, you don't want to do that. What if you lose this? And what if That's this right. and that? Uh, That's like, and it's, it's in the immediately like there's this big wall that comes up. Yeah. So I just, I just I think it's a, watch that stuff, a, man. That's deep. That's the devil. The, the devil does not want any light in you at all. Any light, zero light. He wants you to identify with him and make you think that is you. He is wicked. The mind is wicked. And there's a difference between the, uh, the brain, you know, the mind, the brains work the body, make blood flow, and make the arm move, make you walk. But there's a spirit in you that's driving you this other way. You know what I mean? Amazing, huh? What do you think about all this? I'm just wondering because you got you guys so young. What do you think when you hear this? Uh, I don't really think of anything. I just take it all in and try to do what you say. Right on. Nice. So have you been trying to keep your mind with your body? No, I don't <laughs> like it. You don't like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally understand it and, and why don't you like it there's nothing to do yeah that's how grown ups feel too 
That's why he won't keep the mind with the body because I feel like nothing. This other person tell me, say, I, I can't, I, it's like nothing to do. Should I be doing something? Well, what do you do when you have your mind with your body and there's nothing to do? I'm like, do nothing. Do what's in front of you, go to work, stay with the prayer, pay your bills, have some dinner. Do nothing. It's, it's, it's fine. God got you. So I totally understand it. Yes. I was thinking, I was, I was trying to do that a little bit more this week, and the whole, um, Randy was saying about waking up in the morning, and, you know, I always used to kind of jump out the bed real quick and then do the silent prayer, whereas this week I've really just been sort of laying there and taking a minute, looking at the ceiling, looking around, right rather than jumping straight up. Yeah. Um, and also, that I feel like there's more, way more peace when you're, like, in the moment, when you're yes. just chilling. I almost feel a little bit bad because I feel like I should be doing something else, <laughs> like cleaning or cooking or something. Right. That's right. Yeah. The devil wants you to be active. The highest form of prayer is stillness. Even when you're out and about, moving about in your mind and with your body, mm-hmm. it's the highest form of prayer. Prayer, because the devil, does, he can't deal with you when you in the present. You know, he can't make you... He can't distract you and give you an illusion. This is so deep, we really, but yet so simple, but yet so deep, and yet so loving, and yet so everything. It's just life itself. God didn't put us on this earth to be suffering. The beauty about all this, too, you're going to realize when you're in the present, it's been done. The battle has been won. There's no battle for us to fight. Christ won the battle. He, when he said it was done, this is what he was talking about. He didn't, God doesn't need us to be struggling and trying to hurt one another and trying to hurt ourselves and hurt our children and hurt our enemy. We, if you don't love your enemy, if you don't love all, you love none. You, you love none. God didn't, all that's been taken care of. He is love and we should love everybody. They know not what they do. And love just simply means don't hate them. You know what I mean? It's so powerful, and I hate using the word powerful, meaning that it's so true. It's the spirit of God. It's so loving. Yes. Oh, last question. Is there a difference between, like, you know, we should love all and, you know, love our enemies, etc. but is there a difference between, like, not particularly liking certain people <laughs> to no. loving like, people? Like is a made-up word. I don't love you, but I like you. No, but like, you know, there's certain people you, you enjoy their company, you like hanging out with, you like spending time with, and there's other people just rub you the wrong way naturally. They're just annoying. Well, if they rub you the wrong way, it's because you have the problem. It's not them. They have their problems too. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're in the present, you cannot be rubbed the wrong way. But you don't, so you don't agree but, to think that there's certain people that are just kind of more your people, like people you just, personality-wise, you just kind of, Get there are people with. that you, can, you want to hang out with and those that you don't. Yeah, that's what I mean. Absolutely. But don't judge them. You can see that they got a spirit, something wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Right? But if they're moving you, there's something wrong with you. They're awakening something that you need to see about yourself. But still doesn't mean you got to hang out with them. Okay, that's Just what don't I mean. Judge yeah. them. Okay. Just see what's going on, but you ain't got to hang out with them. Okay. Don't have them over dinner, don't play with them. Okay. But just don't resent them. Okay. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. I love how you say play with people. That's so funny. As adults, can we play together? It is, isn't it? Yeah. 
So I noticed another thing, too, what um, Satan will do is he'll have you setting up your world so that you don't get a chance to see the light. So um, won't you go yeah. and get this peach cobbler later so you can have a nice nice night. Won't you go get some drinks yeah. so you can set up. Won't you finish all your work early so you can go and hang out and watch TV on the couch all night. So you're constantly like setting up these barriers where you feel comfortable for your entire life and you never let the light get in. Absolutely. Keep you to sleep. God said eat and drink in remembrance. He wants you to stay awake while you eat and drink. But the devil wants you to have more and more have it perfect so you can go to sleep. Oh, this food is so good. And now you forgot all about God. God who? Absolutely. What do you think about all this? Is this your first time here? Second. Oh, okay. Any questions about what you're hearing or any comments? No, I'm finding it all interesting and I'm, you know, learning. Are you staying with the silent prayer? Um, I haven't started it yet, no. Oh, you haven't even started it? No. And why not? Um, I guess maybe the devil's told me not to. Yeah, <laughs> the devil no. will let you hoop and holler. Yeah. Matter of fact, he will encourage you. Oh Lord, bring my son back to me. Or uh, you know, the devil love that. He'll let you do that, but he will not let you be still. He's always trying to distract you. Amazing. Too much in my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And they are not even your thoughts, but I understand what you mean. It's really the devil thought. We got to get to a point of no thoughts. Only practical thoughts. Go to work, do your job, learn a job, but you're not living by it because at five o'clock you put that aside and you go come back. Even then you should not get so caught up that you totally forget. But you need the practical thoughts to do the physical things with. And that's about it. Amazing. Yes. Then I want to get to the biblical question. I just wanted to ask, what do you think about dreams? Like, are they just, for me, I know, like, when I dream something, I'll get up, and then I'll just let it go now. But all my life, like, I've had, like, very interesting dreams. I had one about you recently. It was it was so funny. You dream about me? Yes. That so- makes me nervous <laughs> when women tell me they dream about me. <laughs> in the, in the dream- Have a woman ever told you she dreamed about your neck? Yeah. Don't that make you nervous? Every time. Yeah. They even have pictures of Nick by the bedside. <laughs> the anchor baby. You love it. Be nervous. Huh? You love that, huh? Yeah. No, yes. this dream was I can see like when you when you were saying earlier about how you check your you check to see how you feel when someone says, Oh, um, I've forgive my mother and you've helped me and you check how you feel about that or if somebody's angry about yeah. that. And I totally agree and understand how you know it's not you, but it's God working through you. Would, and the dream was kind of like that because in the dream you were kind of like a father figure. There was a guy and he was so fine, Jesse. Oh, and he was me. seducing. <laughs> he <That's> was, me. <laughs> in that case, you can keep on doing <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, he was seducing me in the dream, and he was like, oh, "Come, because I'm only the nice part." <laughs> in real life, like I don't date. I'm single. I don't date. I don't do anything. I was just like, right. 
whatever. But um, in the dream, he was like trying to date me and he was like, come go with me. He was seducing me and I could feel myself like, oh, you know how you feel when you get a crush. And you were there and you was like, girl, you better be careful. You better watch out. It was like you were warning me. But I seen like when I woke up, like I vaguely remembered it, but I remembered that part. And I was like, yeah, I was, I was like, it's not Jesse. It's like God working through him. It's like God telling you but I was wondering like what do you think about dreams because in the past a long long time ago I had a dream that um, I had like three dreams within a three week period that somebody was coming after me with a gun and then in real life my ex-boyfriend like came into my apartment and he held me hostage at gunpoint for like uh, three hours and he ended up hitting me in the head with the gun (laughs) He hit you in the head with it too. He hit That's me in the head better. with the gun, and then he took I'm the playing. gun. I'm playing. It, what, what did you say? <laughs> we saying hit you in the head. I said that's even better. No, he hit me in the head with the gun, and he seen what I could like see like the evil in him. Like he was literally foaming at the mouth. Ultimately, when he hit me in the head, blood started pouring out this all is over dream, the place. Right? This is in real, real life. life. Oh, this okay. is real life. But I dreamed before this happened, right. within the same month, I had three dreams that somebody was coming after me with a gun. And then after he hit me in the head with the gun, he seen all the blood. He pointed the gun at his head, and he was like, I'm going to kill myself. And I was like, please, please don't. I won't call the police. Did you I send just, out three, four or five emails? No, I didn't at all. I was like, just leave, just leave. I had to convince him to to leave because I didn't want to see a dead body, even though I was bleeding. But what is that? Like, what do you... I don't put much into dreams. I know that a lot of Christian people say that. God told me this, or I dreamed this and I dreamed that. God revealed to us, and the devil talked to us in our sleep. Yeah. And so you tend to go unconscious. And, And like with anything, if you believe the devil, then those things will happen. But it won't be good for you. Yeah, I always so I wondered, really, like, why did I have those dreams and then that end up yeah. happening? But if you don't understand it or don't make up something. Yeah, just let a, it go. Let, let it go. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Because God is, is always clear. Mm-hmm. He's never going to give you something that you got to think about. Well, what about this or what about that? He's always clear. The devil is not clear at all. Yeah. Never clear. Amazing. <laughs> so... <laughs> So the biblical question is, are you responsible for your own life? Are you responsible for your own life? And then you say? Of course. And how? Because I do the things and I get the consequences, right? Well, give me an example of what you mean. Should I do, should I do an action? Hurts, should I make a, do a crime? Then I get punished for it. Okay. So you say yes, you're responsible. Of course. Okay. How about here? Yeah, I believe you're. I'm responsible for my own life. And how are you responsible for your own life? Um, just because, I don't know, probably when it's all said and done, when it's over, then I'm going to have to deal with that. So, yeah, I'm responsible. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Doug? Since you don't know if you're evil or not. Since you, I don't know if what? Since you don't know if you're evil or not. Um, um, I'm just saying I don't see it yet. <laughs> Uh, are you responsible for your own life? I'm going to say no. And why? Because of myself, I can do nothing. Oh, Lord. But I don't, I don't, I'm not saying I see that. I'm just saying. Oh, you're just saying it? Yeah. But you don't really see that? I don't, I don't know yet. Oh, okay. 
One thing about the devil, and oh, this is another part of the conversation I was having with this person yesterday, is the devil would <coughs> let you hear the truth, and then when the conversation is over, he would talk about the truth to you in your imagination, and you would think that it's you talking about the truth. Have you ever noticed that? It's like reading the Bible. He'll let you read the Bible, and then he'll just quote the Bible to you, and you think you know the Bible. So I told the person, when our conversation is over, don't keep having a conversation about it. Don't, te- don't try to remember it. Don't talk about it in your head because you're communicating with the devil. That's amazing. The devil is something else, huh? You have your hand? Okay. Uh, I did a biblical question. Um, are you responsible for your own life? Yes. So what now? Yes. And why do you say yes? Because I have chores to do. You what? Because I have chores to do. Because you chose it? <laughs> you have chores to do. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I were you, I would do that. You are responsible for that. Uh, practical things you're responsible for. Nice. How about you? Are you responsible for your own life? I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. No. I don't know. I, I, my thoughts tell me that I have purpose here, but then my thoughts are just my thoughts, so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I know we talked about this on Thursday, and yeah. I feel like God puts us here for a reason, <sighs> and sometimes, obviously, we don't know that, or what our reasons are, or our purpose here in life is, but I feel like once we wake up, we should help others try to wake up. I mean, we're not here to, like, force it down their throats like other people do. But I feel like, you know, once we wake up, we should spread that. You know, they say kindness is contagious. Spread it how? I don't Maybe just not saying it, but showing it. Showing it how? Just, you know, like uh, someone asked, um, or the question, question was asked like if someone comes to you and they yell at you or they're cussing you out like you don't react and you just show that and you're like okay cool walk away and that is that in itself is contagious because then you're like wait what so then you that person doesn't know how to react yeah so i don't know if we're responsible or not okay I, i i don't know how about you right behind you are you responsible for your own life um, I was thinking about this question, try not to think about it too hard, right. but, um, I would say no. Um, I've done better in my life recently after, as I've overcome and learned all these new things after knowing that I'm not in control of a lot of things. Yeah. So I think that would be the best answer. The answer is no. Yeah. For okay. me, that's what I believe. Okay. Amazing. Yes. That's all. Are you responsible for your own life? Yes. And why do you say yes? Um, yes, in knowing that I'm, I'm responsible for knowing that I'm not responsible. <laughs> Amazing. Interesting. Huh? Right. <laughs> I'm bound to be right one of these days. <laughs> No, are you, were you responsible with coming up with that answer? <laughs> Interesting. But you something else, Hussein. 
But in in the same way that when kind of like what we were talking about earlier about being evil or not being evil or whatever, um, us thinking that the light of God changes us from being evil. It doesn't. It just shows us, the light is showing us that we are evil. And kind of similar to what Paul was saying, that once the hardest thing changed or whatever, but our physical body and what we've identified with, with so long is still evil. But the light of God is showing us that we're evil. So us admitting that we're Jeffrey Dahmer is being able to see it and admit that it doesn't, we are still evil, but the light is shining to show us that. That's the whole purpose of salvation of the heart, right? Salvation is of the heart because you need the light, which is of God, to come and destroy the darkness. And the ego nature, the mind and emotions of darkness, and you don't have any way to destroy it because you can't do it yourself, but the light of God will do it for you. That's why salvation is of the heart. Amazing. Um, so let me see the hands who believe that you are responsible for your life. Just those who believe you are responsible. And those who don't believe that you, you are responsible. Oh, okay. Why don't you believe that you're responsible for your own life? Well, first of all, do you, you don't believe you're responsible for your own life. No, I, I don't. Which, Why not? Well, I, I thought about it this week a little, and I thought we were. I was going to say yes up until we got here. Um, but I think it's no. Um, the main reason is, you know, even even if you, even if I approach it from a like very masculine, like bootstraps, no one's going to take care of your problems but you angle, I still recognize that the type of journey we're on. It's not physical. It's not material. So it's not something that I can change, right? I need to submit to overcome. I need to let go of this idea that I'm in control. Anything good I do for my life that it's of me as opposed to of the spirit. Um, that it's some challenge to overcome as opposed to a gift. So I didn't ask to be born. I'm here, right? We're, we're all on our individual journey. But I don't think it's our responsibility because... If you do something bad, you're worshiping the devil. And if you do something good, you, hopefully you have eyes to see that you've been blessed in that moment, that the Spirit is working through you. Okay. Amazing. Nick, you say you believe you are responsible? Yeah. And, oh, let me ask a lesson first. Sure. Then I'll come back to you. I don't know if you believe you are or you're not. I don't know, actually. Oh, you I'm don't not know? Sure, but, oh, okay. But the only thing that I can say is I, it feels like I have to be. But I'm not going to go with that, so I'm just going to go with I don't know. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So why do you feel that you are? Because uh, if I, why do I feel I, that I am? Um, because if I do something, I, uh, I get the consequences for it. Let's say that. Oh, okay. Mm. And so who is the you that think you're responsible for this other person. Who's the me that thinks is responsible? Did I say I was responsible for someone else? No. You said you're responsible for your life, right? Who is this person that thinks they're responsible for their life? Me. 
and who is, who is you? Hmm? It said, who is or are you? Who are you? Is don't sound right. Who is you? <laughs> who are you that think you're responsible for your life? I don't know. You don't know? But so how do you know you're responsible then if you don't know who it is that's responsible for this life? Don't know. <laughs> no, did you say you were responsible? Oh, you didn't know? I, yeah, I don't, I don't oh, really okay. know. What did you say about it? I don't think I am responsible. And why not? I just feel like how he mentioned, like you're like a puppet, so it's like you're, you're a slave to one or the other. Okay. So in order to believe that you're responsible for your life, you have to believe that there's a second person somewhere that's responsible for this thing. There is no you. So if there's no you, how can you be responsible for something? And, and point out to me where the you is that is responsible for this life, your life. You have to think, and you have to be divided to think that. Here's life, here's you, and you think you're responsible for this, right? It's some kind of way you have to separate yourself from this and think that there's a second person. And there is no second person. That's the devil. It's still the nature of the devil. So there is no you to be responsible for in your life. In your mind, and that's what the devil does because the devil is divided. He is always making you think there's, a, there's day and there's night. There's young and there's old. There's new and there's old. There's right and there's wrong. That's a divided life. God is whole. He's one. He's not divided at all. And if you keep your mind where your body is, you would not be divided. You would be one. You would be whole. Christ came that we made me whole. Satan is divided. Whenever you think about the future or the past, you're divided. You think there's a yesterday and you think there's a tomorrow. When in reality, there is no yesterday and there is no tomorrow. It's an illusion. You want to be whole. That's why you want to stay in the present. Another reason to stay in the present. You don't want to live a divided life. Because you think you're good and you think you're bad. And if you think you're good, you got to think you're bad. But if you don't have an opinion about either one, you're just whole, you wouldn't be thinking either way. You're just be. You just want to be. God breathed life into us and we became a living being. And he provided life and everything. That makes sense a little bit? So you got to come out of this imagination. It's all a setup. Stop putting titles to your vices or anything. Don't ever call yourself those things anymore. All it does is divide you. Because if you think you're an alcoholic, then when you don't drink, you're going to think you're not an alcoholic. And then when you do drink again, you're going to think you are an alcoholic again. Now you're downhill again. But if you had no opinion about it, if you weren't divided, you'll be fine. And it's interesting, huh? We, heaven is on earth, but it's in the mind. You have a clear mind, you have paradise. You have a dark mind. Oh, one last thing about the mind I realized this morning. Uh, when you fly in an airplane and before it go above the sky, it's like all you see is clouds, right? And then once it goes beyond the cloud, you see sky, right? That's what the mind does to us. When we get into the imagination, it clouds the light. We can't see the light. But when you rise above the imagination, you can see the light. It's like that. That's why you should stay out of the imagination. Stay out of thoughts. All right. Did that help a little bit? I hope it helped a little bit.
Yes, real fast. Are we responsible for staying aware? Partly. By these assignments I'm giving you. But after a while, you won't have to be responsible. Because once you're truly aware, there's no darkness anymore. You're just of the light. And that can be. So the assignment is, I want you to continue to keep the mind where the body is as much as possible. But I want you to start uh, what is called self-comment. So let's say you're driving down the road and something tells you you left the, uh, what? Uh, it makes you think about the past or it tells you you left the lights on at home. Your first question should be, who just told me that? I, would, I didn't say that to myself. Who said that? You know, and, and, and when the feeling comes with, because a feeling will come with the thought. Right after the thought, it's a feeling. That's not me feeling that way. Those are the, I'm, I'm not accepting that anymore. I'm not accepting the good feeling or the bad feeling. Where did that come from? And you're going to notice it, it came from a thought, and the thought didn't come from you. And you look around the car, ain't nobody else in the car but you. Somebody said it. But you didn't make it up. You didn't say it. It was said up here. Everything starts with a thought. So this week, I want you to watch that for a week. It said, you know, who is it? I didn't say that. I didn't say I was evil. Or I didn't say I was good. Or I didn't say that. I didn't think about my enemy. What made me think about the past? Who brought that to my attention? It's not you doing it. So this week, do self-comments. Is that clear? Amazing. I am so out of time. Um, stay with the silent prayer. Become your own man, your own woman. You are as smart as me or anybody else in the world. It's common sense that comes from God. It really does, but you got to keep your eyes on yourself and stay with, no matter what happens, you stay with that. Do the silent prayer, www.silentprayer.video, and watch yourself. And if somebody can hurt your feelings or make you feel good, relax in it and know that it's not real. Don't accept it as a real. It's not real. It's an illusion. Feel good, feel bad, up and down. You don't want to live that way. You don't want to continue to live that way. Now, most people love living that way. They, they, they love it, and they're not going to give it up. A few will. You want life, all right? Um, Thank you for your tithe and offerings and support. If you need counseling, you can call the office or go online, 800-411-BOND. But stay with the prayer. No matter what happens, stay with it. Stay with it. God is with you. No, the office will be closed Thursday and Friday for Thanksgiving. We will do a live show Thursday, right, Nick? Okay, a live show Thursday, but a replay on Friday. We will do Bible Thought for Thursday, but a replay. We're doing shows live until Thursday, the last day Thursday for this week. Happy Thanksgiving to you all out there, and stay on the straight and narrow, folks. Don't look back and don't look forward. Stay present. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. Thank you all for coming. Amazing. Amazing.